When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a special quick hit episode of Pro Football Network's premier fantasy football podcast. I'm your host, BJ Rudell. Uh, this will be about five, six minutes. These are the usual quick hit, quick take episodes. Sometimes they go a few minutes longer, but I will keep this to five or six minutes. The point is pretty blunt. Um, it might shock some of you, and it feeds into some of the content that Pro Football Network is going to be providing uh, later this season. Uh, into the off season and uh, uh, preseason and uh, and into the season. Um, when we draft, we play the probabilities, right? We feel like we have a good sense that in the first round we're getting the highest probability good players, and in the late rounds we're getting the lowest probability good players. There's a stat that I want to throw out at you that I noticed this morning as I was going through research. And it didn't surprise me because um, at this point, not much surprises me about some of these stats because I'm buried in them. And I've been buried in them for years. But still, every once in a while, they get sliced a certain way. And I go, yeah, that makes sense. And wow. And that's how I felt with this. It, let's look at running backs. And let's look at the time of the season, the period of the season, broken up into roughly four-week chunks. And the end of the season, it's a longer chunk slightly, and even longer this past season, because now it's a 17-game, 18-week season. But let's just take this in terms of weeks one through four, and then five through eight, and nine through 12, and then finally starting at weeks 13 to the rest of the season. And just looking at fantasy point production. In weeks one through four, since 2015, the top three preseason running backs, RB1, RB2, RB3, ADP, average draft position, have averaged combined 61.8 points during that four-week stretch at the start of the season, weeks one through four. Uh, the number three running back averaged more than the number one. The number one averaged more than the number two, but collectively averaging 61.8. So if you break it down even further, you know, you're looking at roughly 15 and a half points, give or take, if my math is right, uh, per game uh, uh, over that, uh, you know, maybe not 15 and a half, maybe like 15.2 points per game per player. If you're taking a guy with one of your top three picks usually. That's what you're getting on average the first four weeks since 2015. Weeks five through eight, that combined average, 61.8, uh, drops to 48.5. Now we can look at that and say, well, they're playing fewer games. So we totally get that. Weeks nine through 12, they're also lower again because they might be playing fewer games. There's bye weeks. Then we get into weeks 13 and beyond. What's fascinating is that 
And that average of weeks one through four, 61.8 points per player during that four-week stretch. In, the, in those last weeks, starting in week 13, it's 54.2 points. It's fewer points, more games that they could play, but fewer points. And you may say, well, in the final week of the season, some of them are getting benched. Yeah, that happens occasionally. Uh, not always, not as much as we think. Uh, but it does happen occasionally. Really, the case is that running backs do get hurt more than any other position. On average, the best running backs are playing about two fewer games a season than the best quarterbacks and the best wideouts since 2015. So we factor that in. Now let's look at running backs 52 to 54. My rankings go all the way down to 54. Preseason ADP all the way down to 54. And I looked at those worst three running backs to start the year, those first four weeks, they averaged 26 and a half points those first four weeks. Nothing close to what the 61 and a half that the top three running backs are averaging in those first four weeks. But in those last four weeks, it's 44.8 points for that 52nd, 53rd, and 54th best preseason running back. They are averaging individually 44.8 points during that final stretch of the season. 44.8 compared to 54.2 for the guys you took in the first round. This is a case of the elite running backs being just barely more productive. And I don't want to understate it, but I also don't want to overstate it. There is that sweet spot. But we're talking, it's minuscule. It's one to one and a half points per game per player on average is the advantage of these first round elite running backs compared to this, these, you know, uh, waiver fodder guys. When you start to get into weeks 13 to the end of the season, the difference is minuscule. Again, it's not because the 52nd, 53rd, and 54th best running backs are playing at a super high level, although sometimes they are. Alvin Kamara, I think his breakout season, he was uh, RB52 to start the season. And there have been many examples of these back-end guys producing. Um, Ronnie Hillman in 2015 started coming on strong, and D'Angelo Williams when he started taking over and got a starting job that was unexpected. Um, fast forward to Devontae Booker and Jarek McKinnon in 2016, um, who came on strong towards the end. Again, due, a lot of times due to injuries. I mentioned Kamara in 2017. In, uh, in 2018, uh, you know, Theoretic was fairly consistent throughout the season as a great PPR player, or at least much better than expected. Uh, 2019, you had uh, all major guys in that range producing the back end, um, including Ronald Jones and Carlos Hyde and even Justice Hill. And then on to 2020, uh, Tony Pollard and Naheem Hines uh, coming on very strong in the final few weeks. And then finally last year, uh, Kenneth Gainwell and Shuba Hubbard uh, producing, uh, putting together some of their best collective numbers in that final stretch. 
our takeaway then is not again that these back end guys ADP 52 to 54 at running back position are just as good or almost as good as the top three running backs. It is a reminder that when we have an elite running back, the trends say over the past seven years that the advantage gap you have with those elite running backs starts to fade as the season goes on. The risk of missing an average of roughly four games a season is real. For these elite running backs, some miss most of a season, others stay largely healthy, but the average missed games is about four. So when you factor that into the fact that sometimes towards the end of the season, these guys are nicked up, teams do not want to throw out one of their elite running backs in a meaningless game, they'll put in the backup. And that's where the Tony Pollards and the Carlos Hydes and other guys from years past and years present, when you get into Pollard, shine, or at least shine well beyond expectations. As you're thinking about drafting later this year, consider the fact that whatever value you get out of the draft, there is a fade element that happens with these elite players more than we want to admit. And there is an elevation element to the guys who are seemingly undraftable at the start of the season. If you time it right and you're able to sell high and you're able to read the signs that the players you have are not likely to produce at a level that you need to win your league, you know what to do. Again, this is BJ Rudell, Pro Football Network. Find us at profootballnetwork.com. We'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow.